Welcome to Rich in Life, a podcast for anyone looking to be entertained while picking up a few tips on life, luxury, and resilience. And now your host, Rich Irani. Got matchmaker Lori Zaslow with me. She is a very successful matchmaker. And we want to find out, and I really want to find out from Lori, if it's possible to set people up. I feel like certain people are just not set upable. I don't know if that's a word or a phrase, but certain people are just not. Um, I did make a joke to her earlier that, you know, maybe if she can set me up and who would be easier to set up, me or Brad? You know, Brad's taller, younger and better looking, but, you know, I'm grumpy and funny and I can make your life miserable. It depends on what you like. So for stimulation, (laughs) for sedative, (laughs) right? Exactly. She was also on a television show on Bravo many years ago called what? You said already, I can't remember. It's okay. A um, it? love broker. I love think broker. that was the name. <laughs> yes, that was a love broker. She's the co-founder of Project Soulmate, and she really is a relationship expert. So she says, I'm going to figure that out. Now, 10,000 hours of anything, you're an expert, but you can assess me all you want. I'm, I'm an open book. So are you clearly? I love that. Yes, so, I am too an open book. If the shoe fits. Got it. Got it. So first I want, I want to know, how did you get started in matchmaking? Well, it wasn't an accident. It was not. No, I just love connecting people. My background is really the labor of love, no pun intended, but Mm -hmm. my background was helping people find jobs. And I love to connect people no matter what it is. If you said to me, I need an apartment here, I need this, the most, I would consider myself Mm -hmm. one of the most resourceful people. I should have started Angie's list. That made me better. You probably as well. Something I loved and my business partner who did real estate, I help people find jobs and love are the three most important things in your life, right? So it was the one thing we were missing, her being in real estate, me being headhunting. So she's like, we should do this. I'm like, what? What do you mean? We're not going to just start a matchmaking company. I mean, we've set up people for fun. So you were setting up people for fun to start, right? Without getting paid. Always, even Always. as a young You didn't get frustrated? I fun doing it? Yeah, because I, I try to set people up all the time. Because you're not good then, no offense. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm terrible. I must be. But I try to set up cute people with cute people, and nobody calls each other. It, nothing gets being done. Serious now? I'm being dead serious. And then I really get frustrated. Cute I'm like people with cute people. Notice cute. the cutest people don't even make you babies. So I'm going to tell that you what the it's problem like the is. But ugly people make stunners. I'm going to tell you the problem and you're going to, and we're going to, we're going to talk about this. Did I, we already discussed the conundrum of people being set up throughout generations. It's a huge conundrum for parents, for people. Everybody wants to see their children married for the most part. I think human beings in society want to be mated. I believe that. But it's very difficult. And I always say that there are probably 10 to 20 women for every one man. And we're not even, I mean, that's what I say. Wow. Okay, you'll correct me. You can correct me on everything. Great. Okay, you can correct me. This is my theory. So when I try to set people up, you know, I'm trying to, you know, make a good match, religious affiliation, even these days, political affiliation. What happens is nobody follows through. You know, the girl's ass might be a little bit bigger than what the guy wants or the boobs. And I'm thinking to myself, this is so ridiculous because this is all the world of social media. And I feel like they've destroyed it in a sense for people to have good relationships. You know, look at me. I met Brad 20 years ago. You put me now on a app. I won't even get a hit. I mean, if I put my age and my height alone, I won't get you a hit. You will get a hit. It might be in the face. No, right. I'm just <laughs> You know what? I don't mind. I'm sure so, you like that. But that's the thing I'm is sure, like. I'm sure you could be submissive. <laughs> I mean, I mean. So, but you put me at a bar and I can get anyone there. 
Wow, you went from like the most not confident. Yes, exactly to the most. But I'm telling you the truth. You put me on paper. People shop. They swipe left. They swipe right. I don't like his shirt. I think I see. You know, he has one gray tooth. You know, who knows? It's like shopping. It's a it's a problem because people are looking like they're shopping for clothes. But not to cut you off, right? Cut me off. Okay, Um, but the teeth can be edited, and yours don't need to be at all. But that being said, so you're shopping, but you're not even getting what you want. It's like worse than online shopping for shoes, shirts, because you think you know the size and it comes differently. Mm-hmm. I mean, try online right. dating. But the apps are tricky. And you're right. There's It does feel like a kid in a candy store. And you don't even know who you're meeting. So at the end of the day, you could lie about your height, your age, your hair color. That's scary. And it does make it more tricky, probably more of a need for a service like mine to be vetted to really see who the people are. Okay. That's a fair statement. Yes, it is a fair statement, but I want to know, do you really vet? I know a lot of matchmakers. We've had quite a few on the show. I've seen. And, you know, the the ones that we've had, I thought were, you know, not legitimate is the wrong word, but they seem like they loved what they did as well. It's a good word. Tell me, but it is hard. So hard. I mean, I've lost, I, I feel like I've lost faith in the fact that you can really set people up after the ages of 40. I really feel like I've lost. Yeah. I mean, I, you really have to want wow. it. I know I've lost faith. So now you have to come back for the people listening. And I know that there are many people listening to this. I know. Cause I have friends and now I, you, you know, I have friends that have children that are now ter- going into their thirties who are single. And they say, do you know anyone? Do you know anyone? And these are the people that I try to match up. And it just seems like I never get anywhere. And then I'm finally like, just fuck off. I'm like, I, I try to do a thing. I mean, good are thing. people still buying shoes after 40? Yes, of course they're when buying shoes. When does a foot start shrinking? I have no idea. For Why does real? a dick start shrinking? I mean, I don't know. Well, there's stuff you could do. I mean, you can get a penal enlargement. You can okay, let's get off the topic. That was no, 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 to... but I'm just saying yes. as far as I don't think age is age. I mean, people can find love at, you know, 90. and. Okay, so I don't disagree with you, but the problem is people get so set in their ways that the list of the things they want become bigger. The laundry list of things you want in your 20s and 30s changes in your 40s and your 50s. And then what happens is you have the insecure man in his 50s. So now the girl he might have fell in love with in his 20s or the girl he was in love with in his 20s, who was not so cute, now all of a sudden in his 50s to, to, to compensate for his insecurities has to be a model. You understand what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? So for the insecure guy, yes, right? There's so many different layers or so many different components. A- age is age. I'm going to take that off the list right there. It doesn't matter how old someone okay. is. You could fall in love at any time, at any age, but it's more than just right. The swiping, more than saying, okay, the insecure guy wants the model. Someone might need intellectual stimulation. And there's not 20 women for one guy as far as heterosexual. I mean, so you give me the statistics. What statistics is it? in New York or in the world. You know what I mean? Because no, not the world. We live in New York City. Right, most- so there's definitely pre-COVID, right? But I don't know the st- statistics now where everybody is. But there's definitely more women than men, but not educated women to men. It's exactly the same. Okay. I disagree with that, but that's fine. I mean, you know more than me. You're a professional. What do I know? I mean, that's what I think. From what I see, there just seems to be so many more women than men. But okay, so now let's take it the next, uh, the next step further. So you're saying that age doesn't matter. For falling in love. It surely matters when people are looking for love. Right, but here is the issue. When people are looking for love, like I said earlier, 
the laundry list of what they want gets bigger. Now, the problem I find for women, for women is this, women used to be able to fall in love with a monkey and be loyal to a monkey. I mean, take a look at Christy Brinkley. Okay. Beautiful girl. Her husband cheated on her, but you know, you take beautiful women and they can stay loyal to a man forever. What? Billy? I mean, what do you, no, not Billy Joel, the second husband, the one that cheated on her with that young girl. Okay. You know, I'm thinking like, I know so many men. I personally know men. I've seen them in my stores, beautiful wives. Buying shoes for their girlfriend. Buying shoes for their girlfriend. And, you know, these guys are not so attractive themselves, but yet they have the confidence to be able to not just have a wife, but still go after these girlfriends. And these wives seem to be loyal. I mean, I don't know for sure, but they seem to be loyal. Anyway, my point that I'm getting to is now women, not they don't just want now the security and the money and the friendship. Now they want the body. They want the looks. They want the jet set life. I mean, it's getting more difficult with every generation. No, I I think you're right as far as everyone has a long list. And what you're saying is as someone gets older, they want more things. I think, look, I was married before 25, so my brain was not fully developed. No one's is until they're 25. So divorce. Mine's still not developed. But continue. I, I believe it. Because <laughs> you're smart. Continue. No, you're you're, continue. you're intuitive. Go. You're a sponge. You're growing, but your your brain's fully developed. Your mind is fully developed at 25. No exceptions. Not okay. even for you. Okay. But you're the exception in other areas, I could see. So for us, how we match is intuitively, right? Mm-hmm. Not everyone is looking for the same thing. And one size does not fit all. There's your that's my motto. There you go. So there you go. So basically for a guy that has a girlfriend and he has insecurities, plenty of people meet someone young and then realize, oh my gosh, we matched on this and we don't even see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. People grown up doesn't mean their list is getting longer. It's not true at all. Some people say, oh my gosh, my friends that are still single in their forties, men that want children, their list has actually gotten smaller. They're like, you know what? This was so important to me, Lori, and it's not anymore. I'm like, wait, what? You were like obsessed with someone's body. Now it's okay if she has an extra chin. (laughs) Not that at all. Right, I know. I don't believe that for a second. But more weight, more things that might have been. Religion was such a big deal. Now it's like, I don't even give a shit. I just want a child. So I think people, the opposite. Okay, Okay, so you hit on two perfect things I want to get to. One is... The religion part. Religion doesn't seem, I know religion, of course, is an important thing if you're very religious, but I find that lately political affiliation has been a bigger issue. I don't know if you're finding that. Are you not finding that? Political, I mean, I've done a hundred segments on that, but. Okay, because you know the polarization in the last couple of years. The religion thing for some is. I mean, men won't date women if they think differently. Women won't date a guy if he if he voted for Donald That's Trump. That's very sad. Not the sad. Donald Trump per se. I'm not going to talk about politics unless you want to. I'll talk about that. No, we don't want to talk about politics. But at the end of the day, what makes the world go round, what makes people unique is their different point of views and perspectives. And if someone wants someone who's exactly like themselves, then you might as well marry a cousin and have a child that has a few extra chromosomes or is missing. Okay, but realistically, spe- okay, but realistically speaking, it's true what I'm saying. It is a problem. People, I mean, there it are there dating be, sites that have those people. Yes, okay. you're right. They're I work with sites. evolved people that okay. can understand your perspective is different than mine. You might care about taxes. So you might care of a different political point of view because of that. Someone else might have a special needs child and education is more important. You cannot, in my opinion, judge someone for their belief system. 
when it comes to that, because you have your life, your history, your partner, husband has his, mm -hmm. your children will have theirs. No, I control in my family, everyone and what they think, but that's me. Everyone else can do what they want. I am the controller. Let now, believe it. I don't okay. know. So now the next it's thing amazing. I wanted to say that you brought up you to change the belief system. <laughs> so the next thing I want to discuss with you is the children aspect. There's a stigma with men or women that have children. And I find that with the people that I try to set up. It seems like there's some kind of a stigma. If they have children, people don't want to be set up with them. My theory. Even if they have children or not. No, no, no. If they don't, if one doesn't have children and one does, that's where it becomes a problem. If they both have children, I, I, I haven't been across that issue enough to know, but I do know when I try to set a woman up with a man that has children or the opposite, it is a hard no. Why is there such a stigma? Now, here's my theory, and you tell me if I'm wrong, because I have a friend of mine who's single, and he's older. He doesn't How want... old is older? We need, we need granularity, else the story won't be as... He's 56. And how old are his children? He doesn't have children, oh. but he won't date a girl that has children. Okay, is he open to date 28? Yes. Okay. He, okay, but here's, here's my theory. Does he want children? He does, but here's well, my... That's to answer the question. I know, but what I'm trying to give is a new perspective on dating and why you should date people with children. Because when you're at that age, right, you go everywhere. You go to synagogue or your church alone. You go to weddings alone if you don't have a girlfriend. You find somebody that has children. And then within a year, you get them pregnant. God willing, you have twins. And then the next year, literally, you're going to family functions with a mob. You go from a single person to a mob, to a huge family. I think it's great. That's what I would do. So we probably won't agree on plenty and we'll agree. I agree a hundred percent on that. The more, the merrier. We have a similar vibe like that, but you take your 56 year old friend, let's call him Joe. Right. Okay. He's used to being alone if he's going to events and things alone and he's used to not being attached. So for him, that might feel overwhelming and it might feel like a loss of control. So you're the one alpha control of your family. Not sure if that was true or a joke. Everything's a joke. Assume that if it's stupid, everything it's is a joke. No, 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 no. Assume, that the, assume that the stupid shit I say is usually a joke. But anyway, no, I mean, I sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. So, I don't know. I'll say anything to be funny. But anyway, so continue. Okay. So whatever it is with you, your alpha mm -hmm. side today is a joke. But at the end of the day, those people mm -hmm. that are 56 and single, Joe. Yeah. He's used to that. So to deal with someone else, their kid, the if there's an ex, if she's a widow, and her age is tough. You have to understand. Now you're used to having your family to go for anything else. You wouldn't want it. So we get used to what our reality is. So he doesn't want that, doesn't need it. He might want to control his life. Do you think it's an excuse? And how do you how do you weed out clients that you think might be just shopping around or not serious? Because girls, I find women are more serious about relationships. Not all women, but I think for the most part, I think women probably are more serious. And I find that men, maybe because I know all, these are the men that I know, they seem like they're not as serious. How do you weed them out? I think it's an excuse. I think when they hear a child, when they hear anything, it's like, no, no, no. It's like, you don't want to set them up anymore. Do you say no to men? Do you, how do you, you said you vet. Tell me how you vet. So as far as taking people that we meet that are in our database, that are in our stable, we'll meet and put anyone in there if they're good people. Mm -hmm. But the people who are paying us, we are not going to set ourselves up to fail. We are only taking people that are looking for serious relationships. 
how to define that would be different probably for you and I. Right. They're allowed, if they're paying for my service, if someone is paying you for your service, to pick and choose. I don't see what you see. People don't come and say, I'm just shopping around. I mean, if someone's going to invest. Nobody says that. I'm not saying they say it. I'm no, saying a man will come to you and say, well, I, you know, I want to date a girl. Do you know anyone in their 20s or 30s, even though they might be in their 50s? You know, you don't know. It's like maybe they just want to have sex. Maybe they just want to meet a girl. Maybe they've already saturated the online app. How do you know who to take seriously? And even I want to know after, how do you charge? Like I know matchmakers that just charge the men and not the women. So first answer the first question. How do you know which men or women to take really seriously? So the ones we are going to take as clients or take seriously, mm -hmm. anyone who's coming to meet us and taking the time and is reliable and is present mm -hmm. and there, again, they could be an a sociopath. Right. We do our own due right. diligence, our own background. I mean, we're not polygraphing people right. and or doing background checks mm -hmm. because that makes you more liable. I'm sure you've learned that in your business of course. life. Mm -hmm. For us, we a lot of it's instinctual. A lot of people are referrals. We don't just take random people that email us because they saw us on the Today Show and they're single and they've retained eight other matchmakers. So we get to know people well. Okay. Have we made mistakes? Sure, but very few, because I have a tough Persian business partner from Great Neck. Nothing gets oh. past her. Things get past me. Right, okay. Like when so, it comes to that. Right, yes, okay, so I know that the Persians are very, very insular. So- we don't, Yeah, but we take everybody. You take everybody. We're the UN. Okay, so who do you find to be more difficult as a gender, women or men? So I'll be honest with yeah. you. I always thought when we started our business, we had met with, well, we've been years, 15 years. We met with a matchmaker, mm -hmm. male matchmaker, so sweet. He's like, I'm going to help you guys, help you with your business. We need to get other different contracts and see what others do. But basically his mantra was never take a woman. And I was like, wow, that's like aggressive. Plenty of women even you know, for years and years have been super successful. This is long before the Me Too movement and can hold their own. Why wouldn't I take a woman as a client? He's like, no, 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 no. You got to trust me. It's like, all right, we'll start his way. He's the successful one. I'm okay. going to him. And time after time after time, I realized that wasn't true. So we take as many paying male clients and paying female clients. And there's no gender that's more difficult. It's the person, right? I mean, Plenty of men have mommy issues, mm -hmm. plenty of women, you know, between Oedipus and Freud, it's mm -hmm. a shit show. So, so, so give me the number one issue for women and then give me the number one issue that men have. Wow. I don't think anyone's ever asked me that. Yeah, well, I'm asking you. Ooh, ask, and I want an answer. And I want I'll an give answer. give you answers to... I know too many single people and I know fantastic single people, fantastic single girls. And then, you know, I'll somebody else on me and they'll be like, do you have but someone I'll, for I'll my give daughter? I'll give it to you. Ready? Like, Let's add her to the list women, of the 20 women. overanalyze as a, you know, gender. Right. And there's so many different genders, but heterosexual women. Yes. And be careful what I say. Yes. You know, we're bred to overanalyze and women are gatherers and we're always most are thinking and ruminating and analyzing that gets you in trouble. Sometimes something that means nothing you make into everything. So I do think as an entirety, women are more emotional and analyzed. OK, and for men, what's the most difficult? They don't do that enough. Okay, it's the opposite. Everything's so black and white when it comes to relationships. <laughs> I'm not talking about business. I hear I'm not you. talking about this is just 
relationships. You know, they're not listening. Mm -hmm. Like women want to be heard. Men want to be heard, right? We want similar things. So we're mammals. But humans are not, you know, we're not meant to be monogamous. So when you're saying this one's after this one, after that one, we're not birds. Okay, so so you don't think humans are meant to be monogamous? It's, it's a challenge. I think it's hard. I mean, if we study time after time, it's not natural. Okay, so going against our natural being. Yes. So as correct. a matchmaker, isn't it difficult? How, like, how can you be taken as a serious matchmaker if you don't believe? Not, I'm not, I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm not saying whether I'm not I selling agree. monogamy. Okay. I'm selling introducing people to serious loving relationships, and when you love someone. You go out of the norm and out of your realm and your comfort zone. Hey, how many times do you want to choke and punch your kid? Are you going to do it? No, of course not. Okay. Well, you yeah. pause there. So I, I don't know. I was I thinking mean, how I, nice it would be, but no, no, no. Of course yeah, I, I mean, never. I, mean, I, did, I would actually get child services on the phone. <laughs> but that just answered everything. So don't don't get all right. I got you. You know, Tiffy with me. Think about what you were just going to say. How can I? Well, it's against the norm. Okay. I mean, I'm in love with someone would never turn a blind. I never do anything wrong. I'm telling you, in life, we're not built that way. It's the same way. I mean, I would not have kids, but there's plenty of times I'd like to hang my kid out the window, but I'd never do it. Okay. So what would be a success rate for you? What would be a successful matchmaking, a matchmaker? What would be a successful match for you? You're a hypothetical or what's what? success to me? What's success to you? Is it if they get married? Is it if oh, they God, date for no. six months? Okay, I mean, oh, this being is what married I is in the minority. Okay, so I want to know. So how do you make a success? So what's a successful Helping match? Helping someone find a loving relationship they wouldn't have ordinarily met. I how long does care. it have to last in order for it to be? I mean, when somebody pays for your service, they can go That's out. A great question. Yeah, if somebody you know hires you and pays for your service, I want to say they forever. date someone for a month. Well, they date somebody for a month, and then you know they find out the it, guy has these kinky things or the girl has kinky things. That's great. And you know whatever. But if one has them and one doesn't, they turn around and they say, "Well, Lori, this didn't work out. I want you to find me someone else." But that was a great match. So someone who's in a relationship for a month that hasn't been in a relationship for ten years for five minutes, well, then a month successful, right or wrong? I don't know. If it's no, I don't think. I think it's experience. I think, okay, I think it was an experience. It can get you to a successful. I don't right. think, I think that these experiences, yes, I think, I don't think any bad relationship is bad, is a bad thing. I think that everything you makes you from grow. from relationships? I've learned from relationships, yes. So do you absolutely. think that has value to you? Does that yes. make you the better partner yes. and father you are? Yes, so I agree with you that, you know, if you're in a relationship for a month that turns sour or, or turns bad, I'm not saying it was a mistake. You can learn from it and from there get a better relationship. But what I'm saying is how do you know if you've if you've done your job? I've done my job if I have a happy client. That, that's the answer to your question. If someone's happy with my service, I have a client that's referred me four clients and I didn't even find him his wife. He wanted marriage and kids. So for him, a wife mm -hmm. was success. Okay. I'm not going to I don't know how happy he is on that person, but he okay. didn't move through. Do you believe in soulmates? I do. You do. Do you believe in more than one? Of course. Yeah, a I dog do soulmate, a friend soulmate. I agree. When you meet someone and you have that connection, that kindred, kindred spirit, it's like there's something your soul's connected to. Right. Yes. So I don't, I don't remember if you answered this. What is the number one thing men are looking for in a woman? And what's the number one thing women are looking for in no, a man? You didn't ask me. No, you didn't ask me. So then I'm asking you now. I might've asked you before the mic was on. I mean, I'd have to make, now. I'd have to make a list because there no, isn't one. one thing. There is. I know what it is. I'm telling you what it is. One thing, a loving, lasting, trusting relationship. Bullshit. Okay. A man's looking for a hot younger girl. 
That's what they're coming to you for. Uh, this guy. No, that's what they're is coming that what you're Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, but I just, I listen, I'm not a young guy. I've been around, around the block. I can't mince words and I can't pretend what I don't know. I know what I know. Guys might put their best foot forward and pretend that, oh, you know, everything is fine. And, you know, I like everyone and, you know, everyone has their own thing. But these guys talk to me. I know these people. They're friends of mine. I mean, mine. if that's what they're fantasizing about or they're you porn or two baits, you know, and it's, it's fantasy and reality are very, very different. Okay. So, so is that their fantasy? Sure. No. I'm with you. Their I'm, reality, bullshit. No. I'm asking you on a professional level, what is it, men, the number one thing they want? You just answered it and said you're 100% right. Oh, a hot girl. That's what you think. That's what I think. I'm asking what you, you're the expert. What do they say to you? You didn't like my answer. I didn't. Okay. I didn't think it was truthful. Tell me the it's truth. Very truthful. Tell me. So what was it again? I wasn't. Do you listening. believe in soulmates? You said yes. Right. So they're looking for soulmates. But when they come on, what's the physicality? I'm attracted to shorter girls. I like short girls who wear high heels. I like taller. I haven't girls. gotten that. What? I love when I meet a girl. By the way, I'll send them to you. The one with the high heels. Yeah. That um, they're like, you know, she's five foot, a girl, tiny, five two. Mm. I need someone over six feet. I'm like, yeah, but the guy over six feet doesn't want you or right. your okay. or so your genetics. So, right. She's like, well, whatever. I'm five six with my shoes. I'm like, but you're fucking not five six, okay, lady. Right. Okay. So so I'm right at what I'm saying. There are things people I'm have specifically. Woman, right. Specifically. By the way, I'm not taking those people as my clients. Oh, okay. So interesting. You will not take, because then I'm only taking someone I can succeed. That's, that's the truth. If someone right. right off the bat is like, I need a model. I need someone who's a model worth more than me. Who's intelligent. That went to an Ivy league school. Hell no. That's like me coming in and telling you I'm a size six and I want to fit into a size eight. You're going to take me. Right. So you I'm will turn trip and sue your ass. So you really will turn away clients. Kidding me? Which, by the way, is a side note. We were talking about shoes. She came into Chucky's shoe room. By the way, it's in the townhouse, and <laughs> and the the podcast. Yes, there it is. And my office for the podcast is in the basement. So, of course, before I can get a word in edgewise, she was like picking out shoes and already had them up by the register. He got ten item. shoes in edgewise. By yes. the way, so before Don't I could like, yeah, she was just interested in the shoes, and I was trying to find out, you know. Who was a better client for her, me or Brad? Who who can she get more dates for? You know, I was already being competitive. Anyway, so getting back to it. So you do turn clients away. It's like a speak easy for shoes. So it's a shoe speak easy. <laughs> but no one here is speaking easy. It's like a yeah. shoe not speak easy. <laughs> no, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find out. I'm trying to find out what the problem is in setting people up because there is a problem. Everybody wants a soulmate. Everyone wants to be in love, but yet nobody takes the time or they don't expand their brain to, you know, maybe well, think. Well, not nobody. We're all sitting here and have partners. And I'm talking about people that are single for a long time. Okay, I'm not that's, about that's important. So, so for I'm a talking long about time. people that have that. been single. So people that have been single Way for a long time. It. Yeah, it is. You're right. People so that have been single agree for a long with time. everything you're saying. Putting it that way. People yeah. who are single for a long time people have gotten comfortable being single. And at that point, they're comfortable in their way and they're not going to accept anything less that's on their list and everything on it so if it's someone skinny someone hot someone rich whatever their things are mm -hmm. no when you're single for a long time you don't have to you want to know why because they love themselves way more than sacrificing anything because love is sacrifice mm -hmm. So it is definitely harder for people that have been single for a long time in their 40s and 50s to find a soulmate it's harder I think anyone for a long time. I mean, if you're single from, you know, when you're 
24, what, what age mm-hmm. you said, to, to 39. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just as hard too, because then you're, you become comfortable in whatever your reality is. Do the rules of dating change? First of all, have they changed in the last 10 years? Or I'm sure after I mean, COVID, after COVID, missed, they changed. Uh, you know, Harvey, I mean, yeah. Have I missed what? Have you missed like all the liberals and the Me Too? And, yeah. uh, no, I know. So that's why I'm asking you, yeah. have the rules changed? Oh, yeah. You know what it is? And it's have- changed, but it stayed the same. And not to sound cliche, it's almost so frustrating that all these people are like, well, I want a man, you know, to take care of me. I want this. I want that. Yet I'm successful and I'm going to. CEO here and I'm, I don't need anyone. It's like, wait a second, which is it? Are you going to be splitting the money? You know, right. are you going to split? We're going Dutch on the date. Never. Are so you going to meet them halfway? Never. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's, just... it's very hypocritical the way that they're acting. And I agree with you that Everybody. the hashtag the Me Too movement, I think is actually destroying. <clears throat> I think it's destroying relate men and women relationships. I mean, you look at someone like who is, what's her name? Lena Dunham, 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 who was the, most woke and was marching like crazy. She came out in an article about a year ago saying that it's so hard for her to get laid because guys are so scared of her. She's like, she wants them to be rough with her. She wants them to be, and they won't do it because rough they're so scared her. of her. Let well, me she, that article. I, there was an article. You can look it up. We can look it up after. There was an article, Lena Dunham. She said that when she meets people because of she was so boisterous and outspoken about women's rights and how women should be, you know, believe and everything, that it's hard for her to be in a healthy relationship for her that she wants. So... I could imagine. Yeah, she because just grandstanded and microphoned yeah. her feelings, and and shown men the, uh, have to tippy toe around everything, you know. No maybe. one should tippy toe around unless you're, you know, doing that somewhere else. <laughs> okay, so. Hmm. Well, we got him stumped. No, I mean, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. So, what level of because I'm really trying to get down, but I know you're so. You, you you don't want to give me the definite answer. I'll give you okay. anything. Okay. Hold on. What, what, what do you need? Okay. So what? Okay. So what level of information do you need before you set someone up? Is there a list of questions that you ask? Do you want to get married, or do you looking for a long term relationship? And Everything. We have a. Do you want? Does she have to be the same? So you have a full by questionnaire. Yeah. By psychiatrist. Now, do you yeah. go in after after reading it and talk to them? hundred percent. So obviously COVID was tricky and hard to meet people with the right. mirror neurons. But at the end of the day, we don't do FaceTimes. We have to meet now, even if it's outside, you know, you can't get a one dimensional, but we really need to feel someone's energy. It's just not the same. So for us, we have to meet someone, we vet them, we learn about their mental health, their parents' relationships, even sometimes the grandparents' relationships. We really try to get people raw and vulnerable because without that, it's it's surface and just use the apps, fake it. You know, I, I, you know, you asked me earlier before we went on how I met Brad. So I didn't meet Brad obviously on an app because there were no apps. I he was yelling in your ear. He wasn't, his twin brother was. So I was at a club called CBGB's, which was a really popular club back in the day. That's where major bands were discovered. And my brother was in a band. So I was used to going from the age of 15 because 10 bands would play and you'd have to cheer on the band that you liked. And the band that got the most cheers and, you know, would kind of be invited back because that means they had a lot of people and they drank. So a friend of mine, you know, was playing in CBGBs. I remember his name, Dylan, and he asked me to go and I went to CBGBs. And when he finished playing, you know, before I can start clapping for him, somebody was screaming, whoa, in my ear and clapping. And I turned around because it shocked me and it happened to have been Brad's identical twin brother. 
Anyway, I had no idea what the situation, he said, oh, he's in London, what's he doing in London? He's modeling, he's coming back. You know, I want you guys to meet. And I couldn't understand why he's saying he wants us to meet, but I didn't know he knew After that I was two getting. Minutes. Yeah, in any case, three months later, he invited me to a rooftop in New York City. And, you know, we've been together ever since. I forgot where I was going with this story. My point- But how you met, and it's so different now. And like- It's so you different You were painting now. a picture of like the real life, the way it was. It was like crowdfunding, cheering for the band. Like Right, so, oh, I, I now I remember where I was going with this. So I am a real proponent of being set up. I really am of finding it, you know, I, I'm a proponent of that because- I find that when you're set up or it doesn't have to be by your mother, which I want to get to what, yes. See, you're Oy making, I want to get to that after, but I, I believe in being set up because I feel like there's definitely more of um, a seriousness taken. I think it's also not only maybe a seriousness, but like a comfort when you're like, Oh, you know, that person, Oh my God, there's an instant, even if it's not a hundred percent real, it feels so good to know, like, wait, you know, my brother, sister's cousin, right. all of a sudden, you know, right. They, they don't know the mental history. Then it's like, oh, they were in Bellevue. Okay. But <laughs> usually it feels better. We're What's like, wrong with Bellevue? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I could use a vacation for a couple of days. Um, now let's get back to the mother. <laughs> so let's get back to the mother thing because that you made a face. And that is one of a huge issues I hear when I call up a friend of mine and say, what's your daughter's number? They tell me promise you cannot tell them that you spoke to me and that I gave you the number. <laughs> I have mom that paid for my service and I have to pretend it was a Yes, big, they go, like, promise Santa. me, I cannot know anything about it or they will never, ever go on this. You, I, I can't be involved. What's the deal with that? I think moms, you know, as a mother project, maybe all they want to do is their kid to be happy and they define happiness through their interpersonal relationships and usually romantic relationships, which is kind of sad because that doesn't mean that's their main goal, right? Right. But moms, high-functioning moms, mm -hmm. we should say, usually have good intentions and want their kids to be happy. And they think happiness means being in a loving relationship. That's why they say in the Jewish religion, at least, like if you set up three people, you go to heaven. I'm like, right. what? What about you like taking money to do it? Then are you going to hell? Like what the right. I don't think you go to heaven if you take money. You only go to heaven if you set three people up and you don't I've take done money. more than that, not taking money. But that's good to know. I'm teasing you. No, You're going to heaven. Unfortunately, oh, I won't see you. you. I'll be in I'll hell. I'll see you. I'll be in hell with the rest of my family. <laughs> um definitely. Thank you. So do you think it's harder at the end of the day? to set people up that have gone out on so many dates and that have been on apps? Are they the harder people to set up? No, because they have no. experience. And when you're in it and you have the experience, you're comfortable and you look at the date as something fun and it's not like, oh my God, it's a date, I'm nervous. You know, my representative's coming, not really me. Mm -hmm. No, you're, you're in it. Okay, divorced people. I'm divorced. Oh, interesting. So you're divorced. Um, did you remarry? I, I don't know, not remarried. Are you in a relationship? Yeah, very serious. For how long? Two plus years, two and a half years. Okay, are you living together? Half the time. We both have kids close in age, so now okay. we're Do people ever question that as you being a matchmaker? Like, it's kind of like, I want my trainer to have a great body. You know, when it's I go to the gym but I'm, I and love, I'm assigned a trainer and he comes to me. I won't go to a dentist with bad teeth because you can control it, right? Right. But I think I have more experience. My son said that to me. He's like, how are you going to be a divorce matchmaker? I'm like... I mean, I'm in a loving relationship, so I believe in love. And truthfully, marriage is the minority. 
I've said that since I started this business. And and you don't want to get married. That's the thing. I definitely didn't want to get married again, to be honest, just right. because we both have kids and it's if I had young kids, but I really love this guy. I would marry him. So you would marry him. Him, but okay. it didn't work out. I don't okay. think so I'd get married you... again. So wait Nothing against marriage, by the way. Okay. I I understand. I got you. Listen, if it wasn't for religious purposes, I don't know if I believe in marriage either. Do you know how many sleepless nights I've had by missing people's weddings in Long Island, in New Jersey, because I didn't want to go? I've spent sleepless nights. I remembered waking up six months later saying, I forgot to get a gift. I forgot. Oh, my you God. You have a year. One second. Yeah, exactly. Or the Jewish people Guess say what? that shit. I run into him in New York City, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I missed your wedding. I wanted to get you a gift. He goes, oh, no, uh, we're divorced. I already left her. I'm like, it's... <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. Okay, so let's make it like two years. Exactly. So I've learned I'm not feeling guilty anymore. So I agree with you with the home. So I agree with you with the marriage. It's I believe religion. I believe in marriage. If you know whatever, but whatever. But no one's asked me that question, so it's good to think about. Minus my son questioned it, which I don't care. The fact is, doesn't mean your ability isn't good, right? I have a very nice relationship with my ex. I was married probably way more years than you guys. I mean. 20 plus years. I mean, I got married like young. And it says a lot about you that you have a good relationship with your ex-husband. That does say a lot about you. If if we didn't, you can't, there's two parties. Yes. You know, so it doesn't really say anything about me. Yes. I'd say it says something about us and we have two children together. Okay. But getting back into the hot seat for you. So you are dating for over two years and you don't live together half the time, I want to say, which means you're not living together, but he is a guy you would marry. You're a matchmaker. How do you make this thing work? No, and I don't mean- What do you mean, how do you make it work? How do it you, works. It just works. It, you shouldn't have to make I, it work. Okay, but you know, listen. How does it work? Not working in, in the sense where there's a commitment, where there's a commitment that, you know, we're in this and either we're going to live together. We don't want to get married, but we're going to live together. You can uh, ask him. No, I'm asking you. We're going to. I mean, that's our plan. Okay, when? Write well, it down, Brad. Robin, I want you guys to write this shit down because I'm calling we'll her out on it. I've and we're bringing her back on the show. Stuff. I've never sent it. We're going to send him this. Yeah. Well, well I want to ask him. I, I would like to well, ask one, him. Okay. What's Our his kids. name? What's his name? Eric. Has he... Has he Divorced has, eight years almost. Okay. Does he want to get married again? He's, his famous line, I want to do it all with you. I don't, you know. His famous line. Oh, you want to call him? Should we call him? I wish, can we call him? I don't know if we have the the, the, the way to call him. Call him, yes. I, I have my him. phone. You can call ask him. the guy. It's the phone. David? You ready Eric. forgot his name? Don't say that. Now I'm going to look that bad. No, you got to get the name right. That doesn't matter. I'll get it right. His name is the guy it's that like won't marry senile. you. As far as, no, I am. I'm, as far as I'm concerned, if he's the guy that's not going to marry you, I don't give a shit. I want to hear what the deal is. <laughs> I love it. I want to hear. Thank you, Robin, for your great idea. I feel like I'm on Z100. Okay, here you go. Name is Martin, right? I'm kidding. I know it's Eric. Of course not. I would never. Should I talk first or do you want to talk? Hey, Eric. Uh, my name is Rich Arani, and I'm sitting here with your girlfriend, Lori. She's doing a show with me right now called Rich in Life. Did you ever hear of it? <laughs> Fantastic. No, I haven't. Oh, it's a great show. You have to listen to it every episode. Uh, you tell me where to find it. It's on everywhere. It's Apple. It's uh, Spotify and everything. <laughs> anyway, I want to Spotify. So I, I'm talking to Lori about matchmaking and how she's such a good matchmaker because she knows how to interview people. She knows how to weed out the people that are serious. But then I said, what about your relationship? 
And she kind of, you know, didn't really have that much to say. She said she's happy the way she is. And I'm curious, are you happy the way things Should are? I not By the way, there's oh, people in the room. That's I'm not trying, what I said. It doesn't matter. You're not, you're blowing my cover here. I want to know what he's. So go ahead, Eric. I want to know what's the deal. I just walked into a, a small, intimate gym. So let me walk out so not everybody can hear me. That's right. He has the hottest body I've ever seen can, in my Can you guys hear? Can you hear me now? Yes. Seen a body like I that. can hear you. So what do you mean she didn't have a lot to say? So, so the question- No, okay, so I'm gonna come clean. I'm gonna come clean. She says, you Please. are definitely the guy. She says, you are definitely the guy that she'd love to do everything with. She said that. I said, okay, you said that. Though. I said, his line is, you said, does he wanna marry you? I said, he said he wants to do it But all. you also said you. I said, I would never have thought I'd ever want to get married again, but if it was him, I would. Otherwise, okay. fuck So if, if I- Not, I have grown kids at this point, almost. So can I, what's, you dating over two years and you guys don't even live together. So can I ask you- This is all him. This, this is, is all me, no, listen, listen, I'm curious. You actually I, can look at the tape. Robin said to call you. So tell me, why, I'm just curious. Why, why aren't you guys at least living together at the very least? Oh my God. I would agree with you. No, I would agree with you if we were talking about you guys met and you're dating for six months or a year, but it's over two years. You're both not getting any younger. I mean, Lori's a gorgeous girl here. I don't know about you. She said you have a good body, but listen, how He's long gorgeous. is that? How long is that going to last? You don't want to be single and have a belly in 10 years and then start from scratch belly. again. This guy doesn't eat any white cards. It's so sad. All I eat is but the thought of the, the question isn't to become single. We, uh, we want to be with each other forever. You're just talking about when we're under the same roof. Well, I'm talking about really a commitment. I'm talking about a commitment. Eric, he doesn't think this is a commitment. Whether I get a gut or not, we're, we're always going to be together. But you're asking if it's a commitment? It's, it's, I'm as committed to her as anyone in my life. But we both have- Anyone, that's some shit. <laughs> What? What'd you say? Anyone would be like, that sounds very um, pedestrian-like. Anyone I ever have been. I am, okay. I am, I am in for the long haul with this woman. I was just, she is a 17-year-old and a 15-year-old. I was a 16-year-old and an almost 14-year-old. And it's, uh, by the way, we've been together, we've been together, you know, two plus years, but um, her kids, you know, don't, no, like it took a while for her to tell her kids, right? Because they were getting used to the divorce concept and want to throw too much at them too fast. Our kids only really met. Okay, who do your kids live with? 50% mom, 50% dad. Yeah, we have the same exact situation where we have 50% custody. Okay. So I'm curious, oh, I just want to ask you. Each other. It's so oh. fun. We can like okay, look cute. out the window almost and wave. Question, it's a very Eric. high school like. I'm like, come yeah, over. Okay, great. So you're a great sport. We get a lot of, not to mention, we get a lot of kidless time this way together, too. We're all under the same roof. We never have a long time again. 
Right. Okay. So you've That's been a great sport about my questions. I, I really appreciate it. I'm you're impressed so you're even willing to talk. You yeah, know, I am being, too. This is being filmed. So now my last question to you is, is, do you ever want to get married again? Is marriage something? Is this on the, is this on the Are we live right now? Yes. yes. You're live. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, we are. This is like a Z100, like a jerky boys call. This was Robin's idea. I'm going to send you her address. Yes. Are you just avoiding the question? You're avoiding the question. It's no, no, no. That's the point. Don't worry. Question. Yeah, we'll edit whatever you want us to edit. We can edit. Don't worry. We'll make you sound great. What's your other question? Is do you want to get married again? Yeah, I, I would. You would get married again. Do you and would your to Okay, and I'm assuming. Well, she already said that if she, she would, it would be she you. She said she doesn't. She's often said that ah, she doesn't need to get married. She doesn't care about marriage. She doesn't need. So, uh, but I would. Okay, but she because just she told me. Want to, I don't have to, you know, whatever she. Yeah, she just told you what. So she just told me that if she would get married again, it would be to you. So what that's yeah, saying no, from a girl like Lori is that she would love to marry you. That's what I. Well, that's what I'm getting. Is she would I, love to marry I, you. One, one hundred percent would and want to. And, you know, okay. All right. So let's make it happen. Yeah. We'll make it happen. <laughs> Eric, you're a sport. Thank you. I can't wait to meet you. I have to ask her kids first and they might say no. All right. Um, I, I would look forward to meeting you as well. Good luck with the rest of the show. Thank you. Love you. Bye-bye. I can't believe I was ambushed. <laughs> yeah. Ambushed? Sure. We told right. you. I didn't know we were on. I didn't know we were on. Okay. Right. Ciao. Bye-bye. Bye. I really hope he doesn't have a gun. He's in my country. My ex don't tell him where we live. I actually don't, wrote don't, the note. Don't tell him where we live. Okay, so okay, so now that we covered that, that my matchmaker, I'm trying to match with her boyfriend. I mean, nothing wrong with that. I'm so, an open book. You are so an to open say book. I'm, I'm a matchmaker you. in a relationship. I don't define marriage as some superpower. I could still be married. It's right. not like you're because you're married, you're better at something, you know. Right. So with the trainer, I think it's different, or with the dentist with teeth. I really think in my life, I'm not. I'm a confident person. I'm reliable. I'm competent. You know, I'm loyal, fiercely loyal. I think my superpower, my greatest gift is connecting people. So if I can't connect myself to someone that might be sad, but if I'm in your corner connecting you, it doesn't really affect you just to answer that. I do right. think I'm in a loving relationship. You know, I mean, he sounds still like a really love my ex guy. as a human. We're, you know, he's one of my close friends. I wanted to ask you, what advice could you give to people that are single for a while and that are looking? Are there is there any good advice you can give them other than maybe they should try to seek out a matchmaker? And I don't even think that's always the best advice. I think when you're single, first and foremost, tell the people you love because everyone knows someone's single the same way. Unfortunately, everyone knows someone with cancer. I mean, we right. all know somebody that knows someone and being single. A lot of people are right. Right. So shout it from the rooftops, tell people I would download the apps because everyone's on them. Even your most private people, if you're single, it's, it's okay to date online. It's almost strange if someone's not dating online. Cause it's like, wait, what are you hiding? Right. But I think it's really important to go maybe not COVID, but go to the holiday party you're invited to go with your friends, do the things you love because the things you love will breed other people you love. You went to CBGBs. Am I saying it right? Yeah. You are. 
And this guy clearly loved that too, or was dragged by someone else that loved it. So you met someone in real life. People don't do that anymore. Right. Well, I'm going to go actually a step further than you. And here's I my advice. I going to go. I was like, wow. No, no, no. I'm going to go a step. No, no, no. I'm going to go a step further than Lori, because this is what I really do believe. You have to just go out with people, even if you might not feel the connection immediately. I 100%. do. Believe, so, love so, grows. So here's the. My guy was my friend. I mean, he's the okay. love of my life. I wouldn't. I didn't look at him like that at all. Okay, so here's Total where Lori and like I, you guys are opposite. Right. Oh my god, black and white banker. I am like as gray as they come. Okay, so I'm like he, seventy shades of red. Okay, so here's where Lori and I agree, and this is great advice to be telling everyone. You might not be so attracted. The guy might have, let's say, for you, a little belly or not dress cool enough. No, no one's ever had a belly. No, no, no. I know not yours, but I'm saying, I'm telling you what I hear. Here is the thing. You find a guy, you date him a couple of times. When you fall in love with him, it's the easy things. You know, you you put him on a diet, you put him in a cute suit, you put his shoes, a nice haircut. You make him into something. And the same thing for men looking for women. That's what if he's looking think, for, the guy in the Prada. I like the homeless. No, thing. no, I'm just- My I'm just, guy's actually the one wearing the Prada shoes, the suit. I like the freaking- You like a homeless looking thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you like the, yeah, me the, the bearded. But I'm just saying, these are the things that I've heard over the decades at Chucky's. Over the decades, all the women that I've spoken to and customers, you know, they're always so apprehensive about going out with people because, you know, it's they're not perfect. They're not so connected. Go out. The they more you go, you. they could be. And it doesn't happen right away. And the same thing for men. Just go out. So now I'm going to circle back to your main question. Yes. Women are happy to see love grow and evolve. For us, it's the guy you least expect. You can ask any woman, like, how did you meet? Well, he was obese or he was just starting his career. Or I thought I'd date someone with hair. He was bald. He's the love of my life. I mean, look at Charlotte from Sex in the City, not even to bring up some show. But at the end of it all, it's like love grows for women, not for men. 100% visual, 100% of the time. It is so hard to convince a man. Doesn't have to be younger and hotter. Right. But whatever he deems to be that, it's like if they like blondes, it is hard to get them to like a brunette. If they like tall women, it's like they're not liking someone short. So what you're saying is that the women are more moldable. You can get the woman to moldable physically, right? Not with anything. Not else. with anything or else. Just things. physically. Men, yeah. With right. the religion now, if they're right. the Jewish people, must be a Jewish vagina. I'm like, oh what? You know what I mean? <laughs> I it's like coming out of the canal. It's one. like if it's converted, it's not. Or know, a guy, yeah. it's like what well, you know. A Jewish vagina. I like that. That's funny. Um, how? What advice could you give to parents, particularly moms? that are so worried about their daughters in particular, not getting married and wanting to set them up and feeling they can't get involved. What Stop do they do? worrying. The more you project and worry, the less something happens. Humans are like rubber do? bands. Step off. <laughs> do they call a matchmaker and say, like you said, don't tell them I called you. Can you find? Is you there could anything? do that. But even that is sort of stepping, you know, it, overstepping a right. boundary if no one has boundaries. So right. I forgot I'd do that. But right. at the end of the day, I think it's right. very important to say, do you, I'm here for you. Listen, these mothers that are in their kids' business, it will backfire. Right. And don't you also have to talk to the client? Because, you know, a mom could want something for their daughter, but their daughter Happens might want another daughter. You oh, know what I'm saying? So the so best like, thing is I set my daughter up with a nice Italian yeah, guy. They don't... I'm not dating an Italian guy. That's like my brother. I mean, <laughs> right. it doesn't work. And then they get mad at me. Right. No. Because you need, in order to know that a client is serious, they have to come to you, not the mother, not the 100%. father. 100%. Right. Because 100%. you don't, you never know what's going on in their head. 
But then they're like, no, 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 no. I don't want to be involved. You know, here's the money. I'll pay whatever she wants. And then they check in. Okay. I'm like, uh-uh, lady, you didn't sign the agreement. They did. Okay. So we already spoke a little bit politically about how things are working out for dating. And we spoke about that. Do you think anything is going to change? Is there any advice you give your clients before they go on a date? Do you tell guys, listen, don't sleep, don't, you know, don't sleep with them. Do you get involved in any of their sexual stuff before all first date? All of it. You, all of it. But we get it all, honey. This isn't like no, but just transactional. Do you? So you do you tell them? Do you tell the guys? Listen, you can do, but don't sleep with her on the first date. Well, do you we, tell girls don't sleep with them? I mean, back in the day, look, everything. I'd say do whatever the hell you want. Just throw it against the wall like the spaghetti, and some of it's going right. to stick. And now it's like chickpea spaghetti. Probably doesn't stick to the wall. I don't even get that. I think. It all depends on the person. Do I think an emotional connection should be built first? Of course. Give me a break. Do you tell that to your clients? I tell that to everybody, but not everyone's looking for that. So no, if okay. someone's just, you know, it depends what someone's looking for. But for a long-term relationship, I do think there has to be a strong emotional connection for it to last. Okay. And because then it's just about that. It has to be balance, right? If it's just sex, it'll end up being just sex. And then you will be replaced with someone younger. And but if you have a real emotional connection, nothing can come between that. Nothing. Real roots. Okay. So what is the best advice you can give to people today? I know you said go out. So here's the advice that Lori gave. She said, go out, do the things that you love to do. Because chances are, if you get out there and you get away from your TV and you get away from your computer, chances are you might meet someone doing the same thing that you like to do. Except for like shoe shopping, because he keeps saying, well, the women <laughs> in my store, the women in my, like the 1% of the 1% in his store, okay, yeah. are coming to him to set you up. I mean, that's what you're getting. I'm just kidding. He'll say, no, this guy just left. He's getting divorced. And his girlfriend he's buying shoes for isn't working out. Hold on. And he's going to pull up their like black Amex. And I should, yes, I, I should start charging for this. I should start charging for people. Refer them that to me and in. I'll give you a referral. No, I've, I've told the story before. Um, I had this loving couple in the shop and this was on Lexington. Yeah, Lexington Avenue store. Loving couple. They were so cute. He bought her the shoes. He kissed her on the lip. She was so happy because he bought her like thousand dollar boots or something. Anyway, we put it in the bag. They left. I see him come back alone, running back into the store. And I'm thinking, what happened? Did we charge him the wrong amount? Did I give him the wrong shoes? He says, listen, put away a size eight. I don't remember the size. I'm just paraphrasing. Put away a size eight for my girlfriend. He goes, don't say anything. Put away. First, he said, put away a size eight. I said, do you need to exchange them? I didn't know what was going on. He goes, no, for my girlfriend. Don't don't say anything. I'd be like, listen, first of all, you're a douche, but fine. Yeah, he has a douche. Get a different pair of shoes. No, no, no. But, I, I mean, but I'm just saying, I, I, I listen, I'm in this business almost 30 years. I know I look like a baby. Sure. I dropped out of high school to do it. But, you know, Where'd I've been you grow up? in Brooklyn. Whole time in Brooklyn, born and raised. Born and raised in Brooklyn until no, until I was in my 20s. And then I moved into New York City. And that's where I had the fun. I, you know, that was the fun days. You know, I never went through the drug phase, never went through the crazy. But, but boy, did I go out that way. Maybe never went through the drug phase. I never. Yeah. And um, I, I had fun. I did I it the right way. Good for you. And you're in love and you. Well, calm down. Let's not get carried away. I'm in love. <laughs> I'm kidding, Brad. You know how much I love you. Of course, I love him. I don't love him. Set me up. Find me someone. I'm totally kidding. But the thing, I mean, he's totally kidding. But most there's, you know, usually truth. Not with him. You could no. tell. He's, of he's course. Fine. He oh. will be like. Listen, I don't think I. You. I don't think I can ever find anyone else that can stand me. 
He can't stand me. You think at my age, I'm going to find some, I'm less cute than I was 20 years ago. You think he I'm going to. a real age thing, by the way. That's come out so much. I'm He's just really saying. not. I got to tell you, it's like, not that I'm a wine drinker, but I mean, mm. people age, we evolve. We have so much more to bring to the table. We do. We're wiser. More than just wiser. And I'm wise enough to know something. When people that have been married for 20 and 30 years tell me they want to leave, I look at them and I say, no one's going to stand you and no one's going to stand him. Stay together. You're not going to find. So whoever's My listening to this, if, down, so listen, so this is advice coming from Rich and Ronnie from Rich in Life. If you don't like it, let me know, DM me. But here's my advice to anybody listening that have, you know, been married for 20, 30 years and it's not as a great, it's not as great as it used to be. You get on each other's nerves. You want to leave. He's not making the money you want. Whatever they the case is, the money. sex is not as great. I'm going to tell you something Talk that nobody yourself. else is going to tell you. Nobody at this time in your life is going to be able to stand you or him. You might as well stay together. The chances of you finding someone that can stand you and the chances of him finding someone that can stand him is really going to be rare. So you'll wind up being alone. Stick together, battle it out and make it fun. If that's your only complaint. Yes, I'm with you. If there's real deep other things, I'm not with you at all. All right. So I want you to follow Lori Zaslow. And I'm curious to know what you think of, you know, her matchmaking theories. Where do they find you? Anywhere they can find you. Okay. Instagram. What's your, what's your Instagram? You're like me. Who the fuck knows? You know, it's like, know. Rich, where's your card? I look, see this? That's my card. When I'm in Just Paris and Milan. No, no, no. When I used to go to, uh, when I used to go to Milan and Paris before COVID people, you know, you have to go to the fashion shows and, you know, people would ask, oh, can I have your card? Yeah. I, I didn't carry cards, but I would mumble to myself, my fucking card. That That's my fucking card. You see that? That's my, He's like, this is my, that's card. my card. This is my card. You want to see my card? That's it. What a card. Anyway, so anyway, what's your handle? Zaslow. That's it, just Lori Zaslow. Okay, great. Thanks for coming on. I mean, thank I you for having me. Thank you, Robin, for inviting me. Thank you for letting me into your home, your basement. <laughs> basement. I'm serious. You're welcome to come to our basement anytime. Just Thanks clean. for coming into the shoe room and uh, buying shoes. Again. I mean, amazing. Can't find these anywhere. Adorable clogs. Veronica Beard, for those who are wondering. Love Veronica. She's a nice person. Sorry. Oh, you know, you know her. Yes. Yeah, she's a great girl. Anyway, that's for another show. <laughs> Thanks again for coming on. Thank you, guys. You've been listening to Rich in Life with Rich Arani. If you liked what you've heard, click subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. Or visit us at richinlife.com. That's R-I-T-C-H in life.com.